listening to Atomic Geeks, a podcast covering movies, TV, comic books, video games, and everything in between. So geeky. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Geeks. I'm your host, Andrew Bloom. I'm calling in from London. I'm drinking a tall glass of Boddington's. Tasty, smooth, and European Britishy. Let's see who else we have around the podcast. Oh, European Britishy sounds delicious. Oh, hello, Internet. It's your pal Christian from the town of Oakville in his basement. And I'm clutching a tall, cold can of ice-brewed Yankee Jim Honey Lager. Yankee Jim Honey Lager. Well, I'm sure it's made from the finest beehives in the warehouse where Yankee Jim is created. Mmm, delicious and cost-effective. And not European Britishy. Slowly <laughs> glowing blind. Mm, that's good Yankee. Hey, 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 it's uh, <laughs> Michael DiGiovanni. I'm in Toronto and I'm PUI podcasting under the influence because tonight I am drinking a Aventinus. You've created a new fancy acronym. That's awesome. <laughs> that means you're a pure. I'm, a pure. I, I'm doing the tag podcast, PUI. <laughs> FYI. Now I have to P-E-E. Michael Downs here in the luxurious laundry room in Newmarket. Um, And tonight, joining various dead soldiers, including Lucky Lager uh, cans, Sapporo cans, and a can in a dry can, will be some Sleeman Original Draft cans. Uh, Sleeman is a private brewery in Guelph, Ontario. Awesome. (laughs) <laughs> that that kind of cut short, didn't it? <laughs> awesome. I kind of forgot what I was going to say there. So I thought maybe but, you just got thirsty. Well, is, is there anything? You had to have a drink, actually. But if there's anything we've learned from Mr. Downs is that private breweries are awesome, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and beers <is> too. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> I quite enjoyed that. That was humorous to all kinds of listeners. Honey, opening so far. <laughs> um, all right. Speaking of opening things up, let's Check see if anyone on. what? Right. Let's see if anyone has any geek news. Geek news. Uh, geek news. All right, who's got it? Right here, Mister Bloom. Another week of geek news. What do you know? More superhero movie news. That's right. This seems to be a repeating theme here. You know, we've been, we've talked at great length about the upcoming Avengers movie from Marvel Entertainment. You know, this is going to be the big picture directed by Buffy's own Joss Whedon and starring Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, Chris Evans as Captain America, Scarlett Johansson as the very sexy Black Widow, and that big tall blonde guy as Thor. But finally now, According to a lot of the geek websites, most notably latinoreview.com, we might have news on who's going to be the villain in the Avengers movie. Or should I say villains? George Lopez. George Lopez, yes. Uh, Well, guys, the news has come out that Loki, that from the Thor movie, is going to be the one of the primary villains for the Avengers film. But that's not all. According to someone who has peeked uh, at Whedon's script, 
Loki is going to use the Cosmic Cube to contact and recruit the Skrulls. So there you go, fellas. What do we think of this? You're going to have the Loki and the Skrulls as the villains of the Avengers movie. Well, I'm trying to uh, re- remember my Marvel comic books history of team of team ups. Now, was Loki involved with the original Avengers, or was Loki involved with the Defenders? No, Loki actually, I believe, was uh, the impetus and uh, to the Avengers forming. If you go back to Avengers issue one, if I'm not mistaken, Loki causes something to happen with the Hulk, and the Hulk becomes basically. Uh, crazy and the Avengers have to form to fight him, but he is the first villain that they assembled to fight, so I think they're paying homage to that. Oh, I have to, I, in order for me to find that issue, I'd have to dig a hole in my backyard because that's where it's buried for crying out loud for safekeeping. <laughs> but I mean, scrolls and Loki, I mean, scrolls, it seems to me, although color me interested, obviously, I mean, it color me interesting anything Joss Whedon does, but scrolls seems like a really big, if we're gonna do the fucking Avengers, we're doing it with scrolls. Here you go. You know, I don't. Was that good or bad? Yeah, I that's good. No, it. it seems like you know, like it, they're, they're jumping in head first for superhero storytelling, to say it's, the least. We're so busy coloring you different things, we don't know what you mean. <laughs> uh, well, color be interested. That's like a, kind of an off purple. <laughs> well, you know, I I, I kind of like this idea because I'm still not sure if Christian likes it or not. But uh, to to me, I think. They're going in big here. They're going in for a complete invasion. It's got, they're, uh, you know, using obviously one of the villains from another film, which will be Thor, as sort of the the driver of it. But I like the idea that they're going to go big and bad. Like, what would it take to draw all of these heroes together? So nothing like an alien invasion. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, uh, sorry, I, I, again, I'm going to interrupt. I'm being a big prick here. But let me just clarify my point here. Norse gods... Cosmic Cube, Scrolls, each on their own, very important, big story story points. All together in one fucking movie, it's like, wow, you're really going for it. And I like it. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I, I definitely, you know, I, I don't have a history with these characters, so I can't really comment on that too much. But in terms of what you're saying, Mike, I, I like what they're doing. They also said that um, the Red Skull in the Captain America movie actually has the cosmic cube as well. So they are definitely building a story in terms of a crossover across all these movies that are about to come out there. And to your point, they're taking Loki as the villain from the Thor films. I think that, I mean, what, what, what we're going to see if it's going to work or not. I think it in a comic book, it works. Um, and, you know, I think they've basically committed to this whole idea of a cause huge cosmic crossover in, in, Epic proportion is what we're hearing from this, the, what they're saying. So I'm excited about it. I mean, uh, I hope it works. I, I mean, I think it's the logical one. I mean, what if you're going to think of a standalone solo villain for the first Avengers film, keep in mind film. Like a lot of people could say, make it be Korvac or Kang or someone like that. But you have to think of what's going to be translatable to the big screen. And them people love the aliens, you know, so that's all that's so hot in all movies. The scrolls will adapt really well. I mean, it'll be big, bombastic, earth in peril, you know, bring together this collection of heroes. And to Downs's point, they're lining up these stories already. There's connection points from Loki and the Cosmic Cube, which is going to figure into the Captain America movie. Fuck, I'm pretty goddamn excited. 
I just hope that they're going to allocate appropriate amount of time to retell everyone's origin. <laughs> well, they uh, well, I've heard the rumors they're going to do it over the credits, and the credits are going to last forty-seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the entire movie is six hours and thirty-two minutes. That, that's actually though. You you think about that. That's actually not that. Um, Ridiculous of a concept because, I mean, things like Watchmen, they did a lot of hyper storytelling in graphic form, as did the Superman movies and all of the, uh, sorry, the Spider-Man movies and all of their sequels as well. So, you know, they could very much do some of that in the credits to Avengers. Well, yes, for the, for the first time in history, the key grip is actually going to be in the opening credits. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know what? I, I'm going to place a guess that we will see some origins. I think they're going to assume, because Cap and Thor both come out this summer, 2011, and are the direct you know, lead-ins to the Avengers, that we don't need to give background on them. Tony Stark, Iron Man, they're going to guess that these those films are big enough. I think you're probably going to get some sort of origin, either out of Hawkeye or, to be honest, I think the Hulk. I don't think uh, Marvel was super happy with the other iterations of the Hulk, so I wouldn't be surprised if you get a quick, even if it's just a 30-second flashback explaining Bruce Banner got all fucked up by a gamma bomb and now he's the Hulk. Yeah, Hawkeye walking into the lunchroom. Hey, guys, how's it going? Remember that time I was in a circus? You mistook me for a criminal, but now part of your team? Anyway, what's for lunch? <laughs> yes, such <laughs> terrible exposition to have to, like, <laughs> give background. No, but don't you think, like, one character will probably drive the story, like they kind of did with uh, Wolverine in the X-Men film. His introduction either into the team or meeting these characters will probably drive that. And I, it might be Hawkeye, because he's this will be his first appearance. Now, that's a pretty big gamble, though, wouldn't you think? I, I would almost think they would almost tailor the script or the filming uh, according to how success, successful either Thor or Captain America would be. Well, I mean, or is Robert Downey Jr. kind of as the established godfather of these things? Is he going to get the most meat out of it? I, I, you know, I don't see I don't see Robert Downey Jr. I'm making a big assumption this, uh, on this because I'm the big Hollywood bastard that I am. But he won't be as much of a presence as much as his voice will be. I mean, there may be some scenes with him without the helmet off, but I bet you a bulk of his appearance will basically be the as, armor, like yeah, the armor itself. I, I don't know about that. I, I I think if you're going to promise on the Avengers film, and if we have someone like Joss Whedon who's used to ensembles. I think he's probably going to uh, try to craft a script that's going to give everyone equal enough screen time. I think it'd be a bit of a jip if we only got Robert Downey Jr. going, whoa, fire missiles, phasers, like, like his that's, voice saying that. All of a sudden just becomes such a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, hello, hi. What does this wants, iron do? Yeah, who wants drinks back in the mansion? Follow me. Uh, okay, do, do you have any other geek news before we get going? Well, Andrew, yes, I do have a little bit more news because I'm going to use that segue where we were talking about Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. Well, news has come out for Iron Man 3, which is going to come post the Avengers. Well, as we know, as we reported on this show, John Favreau, he's flown the coop, but they've landed a new director. This guy's name is Shane Black. For those, if that name doesn't jump to mind immediately... This dude is the uh, screenwriter of the original Lethal Weapon, and he also did a film with Robert Downey Jr. called Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Mm. So 
Shane, uh, Shane Black has finally, he's, he's the confirmed director and writer of the film, and he's made his first statement about it, and he's, and this is what he's saying. Marvel was not happy with the direction of Iron Man 2, so what we're gonna be doing is not just two guys in, in a bunch of Iron Man suits fighting, we're gonna make this more like a Tom Clancy thriller, uh, where Iron Man will fight real world villains. And don't look for any cameos from other Marvel heroes. So, guys, so that's... He's basically going to shit on it. Well, that's yeah. up for debate. What do we think? Well, based on that, uh, here's my thoughts. Fuck you. Because, I mean, seriously, Marvel's already set this precedence of linking all of their movies together with Easter eggs and little friggin' asides and all that kind of shit. And this guy going like, yeah, we're going to get away from all that and do our own little fucking thing against real-world villains, real villains, or should I say real-world Boring for Krasix. Fuck you. Yeah, I agree. I think that's fucking stupid. Uh, why in the fuck would you go and build a whole idea of a fucking Avengers team around these superheroes and then this fucking idiot go off and do his own thing? That's idiotic. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, because that's what I want to see. I want to see Iron Man fight King Jong Il for crying out loud. You know, I saw Team America. <laughs> I don't need to see it fucking again. You yeah. know what? Just fucking get the Mandarin, give him a Yakuza fucking super-duper fucking gangster makeover, and you got fucking money in the bank right there. Well, and that's the thing, too. It's like, okay, real-world Tom Clancy thriller. We are in this year and, and, you know, and political climate, we know that then that means Iron Man's fighting somebody in the Middle East. Like, that's yeah. – it's it's a Garen fucking T then. Oh. So it's Iron Man against some fucking missile launchers and a tank. That's pretty yeah. much what we're gonna get. And he yeah, might as well, he might as well staple the American flag to his back right now for all the flying he's gonna be doing and stabbing people with an American flag or something stupid. Anyway, or going, essentially going back to the Middle East. I mean, Christ's sakes, he escaped the Middle East yeah. and won with a freaking medieval costume for Christ's sakes. Why the fuck would they send him back? Hopefully they don't do that anyway. No, and you know what? I would wonder if this fucking snot-nosed director, sorry, he's not that that big of a guy, <laughs> can really say that because, in fact, is Marvel is pretty involved in the production of these movies, are they not? Yes, very much so. Like, they, they're huge. They have a Mar they have a Marvel uh, yeah. film committee. Joe Quesada, former editor-in-chief of Marvel Comics, is now a the chief creative officer of Marvel. What that means is he works with the studios with aligning their characters so they kind of are represented well on screen. So, so they've had to buy off on – they've had to sign off on this. So then I, I just don't think then that's realistic. There's no way that they would do that if they're building all this uh, – from a business perspective, you're not going to invest $600 million in an Avengers movie and then go and make Iron Man 3 for whatever it costs – in a completely different direction and split your audience. You're not, I don't, I, I don't believe that this is a real thing. It can't or that, be, that, 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 or that, that it's not going to be vetoed and, and covered up. I just don't, I can't see that's going to be the way it's going to go. This is so counterproductive to the natural evolution of Marvel characters outside of comic books where they're actually basically going against the foundation of what they've already created, which, which is something I totally admire of what they're doing right now in film. Yeah, and see, no offense to Tom Clancy, I don't know if I really need to see fucking Iron Man in Patriot Games or, you know, Clear and Present yeah. fucking Danger. Like, that doesn't sound that compelling to me, having the Iron Man suit running around and dealing in sort of spy thriller shit. Well, yeah, exactly, because it, it doesn't, what's the fucking point of having the Iron Man suit then if he's fucking 
look, yeah. looking up spy shit. You know what I mean? That's a, like, that's a, my photographs. <laughs> my my fear is that they're going to have so much Robert Downey Jr. trying to be an an American James Bond who just also happens to have this briefcase with this suit in it that doesn't come out that often. That's, you know, Andrew, that is probably what they're going for based on using that, you know, the air quotes here, Tom Clancy reference. It's going to be an espionage, real world sort of feel to it. And I just think that's wrong, especially with the third film of a franchise. Forget about the Avengers. Like, I, you've got to kind of continue to make things bigger and, yes, better. Yeah. But I think Can't it's you a just step do that back. With, you can just do that with any character. You could just make up John's punch face, and now he's he's doing espionage and all this other stuff. Good. Go for it. John, no, there's, need yeah, to ruin Iron Man. There is so much they could fucking do with that character. That they have to revert to this. A fucking Like I said, the Mandarin, there's a whole storyline called the Armor Wars, which they could totally fucking milk for a fucking movie. It boggles the mind that they're actually considered doing this. Well, and you know what? To, I think Mike really hit the nose on the head is that you don't do this in number three of a trilogy. You do this in movie number four if you want to. You don't fuck up a trilogy in the middle of it and go in a completely new creative direction. I completely agree or with that. The, or at the end of a trilogy. But yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Okay, well, I think we've kind of beat that iron suit to death there. Don't do it. No. Um, let's, uh, let's move on to tonight's topic, shall we? Uh, as, uh, as I like to do every once in a while uh, when I'm hosting... I like to have a little thing we call Would You Rather. This uh, is easy on everyone else because they don't know what they're going to expect until I bring it out and ask them the question. Um, I'll go around the table and ask each of you a Would You Rather question, and we'd like you to uh, choose which one you'd rather. It's pretty simple. Um, keep drinking. I, I, can I just say, like I always do with this freaking topic, uh, I love this fucking topic. First of all, it's just so unexpected. It's raw podcasting material for the listeners. I think it's just great. <laughs> and I'm full of Yankee Jim. I can't. Okay. <laughs> that's that's, right. that's what we were talking. You know, it's funny. I was just thinking that of all nights to have technical difficulties that requires us to be a little bit, a couple beers into tonight, this is a good topic to do after having a little bit of an influence. I love you, Andrew. I forgot I'm to mention Right now, he's at the I love you face. Ten minutes from now, I'll be like, why are you asking these questions? I fucking hate you. Five bucks. Get out of here. I forgot to mention that uh, the beer I'm drinking, that Aventinas, is a 12%. So uh, It is six liters. I was going to say, they sell them at $5 thimbles. Yeah. Or in the U.S., it's 1.3 gallons. Um, Okay. Let's get started with my favorite drunkard, Christian. You always start with me. I with know this because you topic. hate it so much. You get well, you just finished saying how much you love it. Why are you? I know, but I like it? listening to other. I like listening to you. Other guys start first, and <laughs> anyway, Christ sakes. I just hate talking into microphones. What? All right, Christian. We'll start with an easy one for you. And why? By easy, I mean really difficult. So let's get going. <laughs> Christian, would you yes. rather only get to watch your twenty-five favorite films for the rest of your life, or? Only get to see new films while they're in the theater. Oh, really? Yeah. You must see them in the theater. Once they're gone, they're gone. Wow. Uh, that, you know. 
This is like um, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, where you have to talk if you're, you know. Yeah, I know exactly. I, 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 for half an hour. Get, oh, ah, ah e, what, how? Yes. Um, I think, I think we went back and did a mo- an edit of all of our episodes. There would be so many minutes and hours of just the, mm, ah. We do a lot of just, like, thinking on this. Or, or singing or sound effects. <laughs> hey, genius, genius at work, man. What can I, what can you say? <laughs> okay, so uh, my quick answer to this one is, I was, I would go, and I would have to, I would have to see them in the theater. Yeah, you don't, you no longer own DVDs or Blu-ray player, and they don't play movies at your house on TV. You can't watch films unless it's in the theater, and you have to go to the theater. Right, and, and I have to go to the theater you with can all the rest. Twenty-five of your favorite films, and you can watch those as many times as you want uh, at home in the comfort of your own home. But that's it, just those twenty. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I think twenty-five is a small number. Uh, and but, uh, the other side of the coin that actually makes me actually even considering debating this topic, even though I already know the answer, is having to go out to the theater with the rest of the freaking populace and sit with other people <laughs> and watch a fucking movie. Is the other, you know. Thing that makes me not want to, but I, I, I can, there's 25 movies that run in my head all the time that I will never ever forget. I, but I don't think I could not not see a new movie. So I would have to go with seeing like the new movies in the theater begrudgingly because I tell you right now, the theater experience for me, depending on what it is, is not fucking pleasurable anymore. No, and that's part of the reason. I mean, we all know by your list of movies missed recently. Yes. That, that's not your favorite thing, and I was kind of picking on you about that one. Yeah, but no, I would have to go with the new movie in the theater. It, it, it only makes sense. I mean, here I am going, hey, wow, look, the new Super Duper movie is like the new Avengers movie is out. I guess I'll just watch Slapshot again for the 50th time. <laughs> See, that's what I, I liked how you said, Christian, that your some of your favorites, they're kind of burned to your brain. That, that, that is so true. As much as the thought of having that super collection that you can just own and have and cherish, you know, I, I don't, I'm not one of those people that really is an avid DVD collector. I don't really watch movies over and over again. I, I do rewatch films like the Lord of the Rings and Pulp Fiction, but that's every few years. I, I could not give up seeing New movies. Yeah, I mean, personally, I do. I'm one of those DVD guys. I only buy the movies just so I have them. And I, I guarantee you, every freaking movie I've bought on DVD rate lately, I don't think I've watched them again ever. But it gives me comfort that they're there. And just looking at them, it almost replays the entire movie in my head for me. Yeah, you know, I mean, this is a really tough uh, choice. Um, Andrew, I kudos to, you know, to you for thinking this one up. Uh, I don't know if I'm, I think I might have to go with the 25 films because, Whoa. you know, the, the, well, the, the whole idea of A, going out is definitely a problem for me. Um, but the other thing is that by going now to movies, you don't get any movies on DVD. And I don't think I could give up 25 of my movies. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's a, yeah, it's a tough, it's a like, bit of a tough one. Because it's, it's not that you're just going to see movies new, it's that you're only seeing movies new. And there are some movies, I just have to watch because I'm a little bit more of a watch movies over and over again type guy. You know what I mean? There's certain movies I watch, you know, every year. So giving that up is 
little bit more of the difficulty thing for me that I just think I, I just I would give up new movies if I would if I could get twenty five. It would take some difficulty to get to those twenty five. It would be but. yeah, it would be very hard. That could almost be a whole other topic in itself. Picking yeah. your twenty five favorite films that you would watch on a desert island. What? Um, I, I, I tell you, because like this, going out to see, and, and, and I'm assuming Downs is speaking from a family man's point of view, how difficult it is to get out to the theater, and of course I understand exactly what he's referring to, but just in general, I mean, fucking going out, to, and these, there's always some fucking asshole in the fucking theater, or there's always some wow. bullshit, or just getting in there, or just somebody you know, talking. Or, you know what, just, though? I'm, the, I'm so the opposite. Although I do love to, I love watching movies on my home theater at home, and it's one of my favorite things. I fucking love the movies. I love the movies. I look forward to it. I crave it. Maybe the popcorn. I sit in the theater and I'm, I'm sitting there with a big screen. I get to that point where I'm like, you know, half an hour in when I'm finally comfortable. And I say to myself, this is the way to see fucking movies. Yeah. But the process to fucking get there is so arduous that I'm just willing to freaking bypass it and eventually just wait till I can watch it come from my own home. I love, like, I, I'm, I'm very curious now what these theaters are like in Oakville. Like, <laughs> do you, uh, are there moats? Are, are there dragons guarding the front, like, where you're buying tickets? Like, who's, who's running the concession stand? Like, Satan? Like, what? <laughs> like... The, the process you have to go through. I'm like, dude, I, you should come to the movies that I go to. Yeah, they let you in, and you buy popcorn, and you sit. You go to your seat. Don't like it. No, and I knew you didn't. You know, But that's the thing with me now being a new dad that I miss like crazy. I'm in Andrew's camp here. The, the, the experience of going to the movie theater, I love. I, I, I love that. And I mean, I'm not even a guy that eats popcorn. Like, you know, I just, I like the whole experience to it. So I, there, there I could never give up that. I mean, no matter how great our home theater systems are, and I do like, you know, I am getting more into that with Netflix and everything else, all the movie stations and on demand, but I, I, I could never give up the fact of going to a movie theater. You know, yeah. I, I think this would be a lot easier, obviously, if it was, you can only watch them at home. That would, de- Christian, there would be no contest. You would obviously yes. say, I will never go to the theater again. I'll watch everything on Blu-ray. Yeah. But the, I mean, the, the downside to, to picking the films in the theater, which I would obviously do, is you're, it's a crapshoot a little bit when you're going to see a movie. Although you can look it up and do whatever. You, with your 25 favorite films, you know you will love them every time you watch them. Yeah, no, and, and, and that's my point is that you're you're now going to only see new movies. So, so like, uh, for instance, I just started watching Scott Pilgrim again, and I, I was like, how great of a fucking movie that is! You give that up. You get you got to see it once in the theater True. now, and because you're seeing new films all the time, your memory's going to get fucked, and you're not going to remember as much. So I would rather take my twenty five precious and and have those than only see new movies. That that no, that's yeah. what comes down. I to I think me. you'd probably go a little kooky, especially if you're like you was man. Toilet. You're not seeing the Avengers downs, and I and I haven't smoked as much weed as you. I think I can remember some shit. <laughs> I mean, granted, I'm exaggerating when I discuss my freaking experience in the theater. It's always hit and miss, for Christ's sakes. Sometimes I mean, they stab you and chase you. Other times they just let you sit down. But I tell you, if you were to say that the only new movies I could see were on opening night in the theater... That would oh. probably change my opinion. No, it just has to be in the theater. No, but you know what I'm saying? The opening night is a fucking clusterfuck of assholes. I'm with you on that. Night. There's no way. I don't do... To be honest, I can't remember the last time I went to the theater at night. I go at matinees, so I oh. if, if it was yeah, I opening night, 
I would be right there on your couch. I, I, no, no offense to my wife. I remember back in the day when I was single and fucking not doing bullshit. And it was like, hey, it's noon. I'm going to go see a movie by myself. For fuck's sake. See, I love, oh. I love that. And I, it's funny that you bring that up. I just saw a movie in the theater at night on Saturday. I was stuck in like the second to the front row because we got there a little bit later. Not, and you had to, I'm like, seriously, I was just like, let's go. I'll, I'll cash this in. I'll whatever. I'll, I just, I can't stand that. Like the whole fact that it was, it's so packed and you get there late. But I'm such a matinee movie guy. I wasn't used to it. Man, movie theaters make a fucking screening where the uh, age is like limited to twenty five and older. Oh, they got and those VIPs go. that I love, nineteen and up. Those are but even older than that, though. Even nineteen, they're Five. fucking one hundred and six Christian and everyone over sixty five. There you go. Um, okay, <laughs> don't forget your pants. Yes, let's move on uh, because D- Christian will just talk forever. What? Huh? Um, all right, D Giovanni. Hello. This one's more is sort of. Ta- uh, tailored to you. <laughs> DJ Randy, would nervous you rather... By that. Huh? Getting slightly nervous by that. <laughs> would you rather fight Callahan or Leslie Easterbrook from Police Academy Yep. in her bra and panties and lose or fight Oprah and win? God, this is easy, man. I... God, Jesus. Yeah, that's that's not I'll answer for you, Joe. But in, while you're fighting Callahan, it's televised. And they see I, you lose. Like, she beats you up. Oh, okay. See, I thought of losing to Callahan no. meant she oh. maybe took me in an arm bar, <laughs> flipped me over, and then did the knees on my uh, uh, on my no, shoulders. It's not. It's not, it's not <laughs> well, but, like, the thing is, the, the Oprah thing doesn't have to be televised. Like, the point is with the, the, the Callahan one is your is the embarrassment that goes along with the fact that she's going to put you in a headlock and put her boobs, your face against her boobs. Yeah, but if I'm going to beat the shit out of Oprah, I would want that shit on TV. So that's, fuck, she so asked for it. I won. That's the point. The first one is televised. You lose. The second one, no, not televised. You know what? Oh. I have I, I have so little of opinion of uh, Oprah. Oprah is not even in my reality as far as I'm concerned. And I quite enjoy that. I'm just so indifferent about that bitch. I mean, I'm like, you know, I know people really have a problem with her, but she just floats on by as far as I'm concerned. But when you said Leslie Easterbrook from Police Academy, if I'm losing, I'll I'll rock a bloody nose for her. I mean, if she's going to put me in headlocks, knees on my chest, and be wearing those red uh, tights and that white T-shirt and, and mirrored Hell, sunglasses. I, I, said bra, I, saw bra, I said bra and bra and underwear, even <laughs> better. You're putting on more clothes. Well, I'm thinking Whatever of her what, from Police Academy, what she wore in Citizens on Patrol. <laughs> Yes. Whatever you do, don't smother me with those breasts. No! <laughs> but you lose in a humiliating fashion on television. You're okay with that? Sure. I mean, yeah, like... Well, I, wait. But people do a lot stupider shit to get fucking laid. Come on. I don't think that's a question at all. Not getting, Who said getting anything laid. about getting laid? He's getting... On, well, you're, you're getting fondled, <laughs> but, and... and <laughs> Well, she might put him in an arm bar and break his arm or something. <laughs> that, is, that, that is flirting. That is like foreplay with that chick. <laughs> Here's with a cop lady. She, I mean, she's like, and my thought is I have to assume, Andrew, because you three, you gave this particular woman, I'm copping somewhat of a feel, whether yeah. that means my head. Probably the whole my, time. 
I just like the audio version of Downs' imagination train for crying out loud. Because in his universe, if he's wrestling Leslie at Easterbrook, he's getting some. Yeah. <laughs> We're wrestling? And, and, you, and you and DJ and Bloom aren't thinking the same fucking thing? Give me a break. No, but we're not assuming it. We're hoping it. Well, me too. I didn't assume it. I, I just saying what you're all fucking thinking. Why? No, you're assuming that it was going to happen. Because- yeah, I never assumed penetration. I assumed maybe some, like, rubbing or heavy heading. DJ came to the fight greased up in oil and naked. <laughs> That's right. Downs is coming to it with his condom already on. <laughs> I can wear those things. <laughs> That's awesome. Bye. So I would, I mean, I'd probably do the same thing. If you, ch- who would you change out Oprah for, though? If you were going to fight someone to and win, like I could have said, Dustin Diamond or R- Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell. Well, I'm Mike, Tyson. I think- no, Mike Tyson. You want to, you want to be looking good, so you want to okay. beat someone who's fucking so bad. Yeah, but the thing is, you don't look good. The point to it is, is it's televised with Leslie Easterbrook. You, you get beat up by a woman, although you may enjoy it. The other fight, say you fight uh, Randy Couture and kick his ass. No one sees it. Yeah, there you go. So it's got to be someone that you would just get your own personal pleasure in, yes. you know, knocking them the fuck out. So to me, yeah, so it's got. Yeah, it has to be somebody you hate then. I or said Rosie O'Donnell. I'd yeah. probably knock her out. One hard. Yeah. How about the cast of the Jersey Shore with your dick? Just <laughs> 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 all quiet. <laughs> Thank God it's not televised. <laughs> oh my God. The weird, the weird part is it took 58 shots to the head with his dick to knock her out. <laughs> Good thing he was wearing that Kevlar Trojan. <laughs> his penis was like a heat up old leather belt afterwards. Tonight's episode brought to you by Trojan Condoms. That's right. Some wear them, some don't. <laughs> Protect yourself during sex and beat people about the head and don't hurt your penis. All right, that one's an easy one for DJ. I thought I'd, I'd give you an easy one to start. And something to think about Leslie Easterbrook. Um, Mr. Downs. She's in mine. She's a what, none? I hope she's in my question. Yeah, not quite. Yeah, Mr. Downs, so. would you rather be Ben Affleck or Matt Damon? Oh my god. Um That's a pretty hard to s- question as a matter of fact because I can't fucking stand Matt Damon, but he's got m- probably the much better life, right? What? <sighs> I think they both have pretty good. I don't think you're really well, losing out no, by but the way. People don't freaking like Ben Affleck. Come on. Well, well now they do downs cuz oh, I like Ben Affleck. No, but Ben Affleck is having this sort of new like he's revitalized his career Surgeons. as a director, right? I yeah. suppose, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I definitely, I, you know, I don't really have a problem with Ben Affleck. So my leanings would definitely go towards him. I like him in Dazed and Confused. I like his early stuff. Um, you know, he fucked. But he did. He did. Of, of all the movies of Ben Affleck, you pick is Dazed and Confused for kind of. I, I like him in that. He's the kid in that. I like him in that. I mean, I love him in Mallrats. You know what I mean, um, I, I like his early works. You know what I mean? Before he was known. Um, but uh and I mean and I really don't like uh Matt Damon. I can never remember his name. I'm surprised I just did then. Um but even so much as I was I even tweeted how much I thought he really ruined True Grit. Um he is smarmy and fucking annoying. I don't like him, so I oh, really? I could I could never be him. I would have to go with Ben Affleck. See, I, I assumed you picked Ben Affleck. The the downside to Ben Affleck, and which is also 
an upside. I mean, he, he was part of Benefer, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he got he to fought. sleep with J-Lo, which is also yeah. terrible. But then he was also, he had gambling problems. Didn't he have drinking and drug issues as well? well yeah. yeah, he was in rehab for a little bit. Yeah, yeah but so I, I mean, I, I remember Kevin Smith, we asked him about that when we saw, we, or someone asked him about that in Chicago when we saw him. And he was like, guys, I mean, it's fucking Hollywood. The guy's in rehab, you know, for smoking pot and drinking beer. He's just taking a vacation. You know what I mean? So I mean, I don't, I don't think he ever had shit that bad. You know what I mean? He lost a lot of money gambling. He's probably gambling on his own career. Daredevil's going to be a big hit, million dollars. But don't you think when if when Goodwill Hunting kind of dropped, if if people you know put the Vegas bets on who was going to be the bigger star, Damon or Affleck, I'm sure most people bet on Affleck at that point. Oh, really? I would have said yeah. Damon because Matt Damon was more the star of that movie. Yeah, but no, Matt Damon but- has – Ben Affleck really is the more manly man of the two. You know, he had the action star at the time. I'm saying, you know, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. Damon has but- developed into that, but I think a lot of people would have probably assumed uh, Ben Affleck's acting career would have been more successful than it was. Yeah, but you got to remember after Goodwill Hunting, if I, if, correct me if I'm wrong – he was he was basically in line to play the freaking Jack Ryan for freaking uh, yeah. Tom Clancy films, you know, and he only did the one, right? Yeah, don't you mean the Iron Man for the Jack Clancy? Yeah, for so the Tom right. Clancy. The, but no, but like like he was, they're expecting him to be big, big things, you know. What I mean, I just think, like uh, freaking what's his head? Um, never mind. I'm gonna. Ricky Gervais. Yes. <laughs> I think the uh, the the thing behind the Ben Affleck, like obviously they're both in that that movie. They both wrote it, everything like that, and they've all they both had pretty decent careers but ben affleck's kind of been through the gutter a little bit as far as his career goes made a few wrong choices where matt damon is a little bit of the spotless of the two of them like he he might have one or two bad choices in there but overall a more successful career probably a bit more money a little more stable social life things like that well, I, I think DJ's probably about to say the thing. I, way better career. I mean, the guy is in an entire franchise of action yeah. movies, The Born Identity. Oh. He's well respected by people like the Wachowski, or not the Wachowski, whatever those other fucking brothers the are. Cohen brothers. Brother, Cohen and... brothers. You know, I mean, he, he's definitely, uh, he's, he's got way more follow-ups to Oscars than fucking Affleck has. That's for damn sure. Yeah, but he Affleck, has. But Affleck has publicly banged a lot of fucking hot chicks, so. <laughs> and, 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 and Affleck is a pretty damn good director. I mean, if you've he seen is. either of it, Cry uh, I think it's Cry Baby Cry, or is that his? Gone Baby Gone. Gone Baby Gone, and then yeah. The Town. The Town is a pretty good movie. Like yeah, he, I, I think he he's developed into a director, but as far as range as an actor and if resume for an actor, D- Damon kills him. I mean, yeah. he's worked with Spielberg. He's worked with, you know, he was in all the Ocean movies with Steven Soderbergh. I mean, he's uh, the Coen brothers, as Downs mentioned. He has a lot more range, been much more successful. Uh, I would, I personally would pick uh, Matt Damon's career over Ben Affleck. What about you? I, but, but, but you're not saying career; you're saying live as. You know what I mean? I, don't you think Matt Damon's a little bit smarmy? I don't. Isn't there just something about that fucking guy? Or is it just I think me? he seems like a likable dude, man. He, yeah, I think he seems like a regular dude. No he has way. played a couple smarmies, maybe, yeah, but. I, I'm on Downs' team. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I love Matt Damon. I think he's a freaking great actor. Um, but uh, it just it seems to me Ben Affleck, uh, ben Affleck, 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 blah, blah, Affleck. Um, <laughs> it seems just a bit bit more real to me, kind of. And he's got a he's got his demons. Really? Yeah. He's acted. He's directed, and he seems like a just a, kind of like a decent kind of down to earth dude. Oh, I was gonna say he seems I mean, more douchey. 
No, I, I would agree, I, Andrew. I think he's more, I think he's a little more douchey. I mean, <laughs> I think Damon is, you know, married a real girl. He's not married to, to Jennifer Garner. He, uh, uh Matt Damon Jennifer is Garner's really, a robot for those who didn't know. Yeah, she's kind of hot though. But, yeah, uh, but Matt on. Damon has got like a, a real lady. He's got, you know, he's very good friends with fucking George Clooney and Brad Pitt versus Ben Affleck's buddies with Kevin Smith. Like, I, I mean, I would take would, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Fuck yeah. that. I'd hang out with, uh, George Clooney before Kevin Smith. You'd hang out with them, but they're, but uh, he's probably a fake fucking, you know, and Brad Pitt. Come on. You think these guys are real? I don't think they're real friends. You know what I mean? Yeah, I they know. are, dude. They're fucking, uh, Clooney and all those guys are buddies. Like they hang out in Lake Como all the time. Every week, <laughs> air hockey, Saturday night. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, I don't know, man. There's just something about Damon I don't like. There's, I don't... No, I, I like Damon, but I don't think I want to be him. Ben, ben okay. Affleck seems a bit more freaking a real Joe to yeah. me. Okay. Well, you know, and this, this is to- way going, I don't want to take this too far, but you know, they wrote Goodwill Hunting. Is it odd to anyone else? Like have they written anything since then? Didn't that uh, seem ben a Aff- too good? Yeah, Ben Affleck actually co-wrote or wrote The Town, but there was rumors that they didn't really write that movie. That, they're, uh, Millie Van- they're Millie Vanilli of the screenwriters. Yeah, there there was rumors of that. I mean, I don't know if I buy into it, but you're right. They they haven't done a lot else since yeah. then. But I mean, yeah, but I mean, that's like anybody. You're you're fucking you're struggling. You work up, you team up, then you know you make it big. Fuck that. You're gone on off uh, the bigger, better things. I don't. True. I just uh, thought, it's I not like they're life partners, man. You know what I mean? They're fucking. No, no, I don't. I don't mean they have to do it as a team, but they don't write on their own. They. I, and maybe they're just paying attention to their acting career. Maybe Ben Affleck, their his directing career now. Ben Affleck but, is screenwriting, like he is doing that. Okay. Matt Damon has never, but, I don't think, written but, anything. But sorry, Andrew. But again, I would say they wrote it so that they could act in it, so that they could get jobs acting. I don't think they wrote it so they could get jobs writing screenplays. I agree, but it was a very well written screenplay. It well, was they very well. Well, there's probably a lot of editing and fucking shit done to yeah, it. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, they, they, they didn't direct the movie either. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I didn't want to go too far off of that, but I thought I, I just always found that a little suspicious. So well, then maybe you shouldn't ask the fucking question, you moron. You <laughs> I like that movie. I don't care who wrote it. All right, I'm going to Dejo. Uh, this one I should have given a downs, but here, this is for Dejo. Mm. Giovanni, would you rather? Have unprotected space sex with the green woman from Star Trek, and have a thirty-five percent chance of ca- of catching the space clap, or fight Captain Kirk, which will probably which probably gives you at least a ten percent chance of winning, and five percent chance of catching uh, asteroids. You know what? I, I'm going to take the first of all. He asked me, Christian, so shut up. Uh, uh, I think <laughs> you know I. I'm going to take what seemingly would not be the popular choice here. I'm going to fight Kirk. I I, I, fight Kirk. I, I, I have to say, I, the, the green chicks, uh, green's not my color so much. And, and you know, the, the 30, those are not great odds. Like that's, you know, who, space clap might not be that bad. Well, that's, that is the key piece of information that I need to Well, dude, to know. you put space in front of anything. It's worse. I agree. You know, I'm sorry. Like it's, Space makes it better or worse, man. There's no question about it. Either it. Make, or it makes it better if you say like space food. Space food could make it well. But that's not. what I mean. It's bigger and badder. It's yeah. like WrestleMania space, three. Yeah, space clap is just you don't know what's going to happen to your junk. 
What? Oh, it's just random then for crying out loud. See, but that's the thing is if you said like 10%, but you said 33%. So it's like a, a third of a chance if I, you know, penetrate this green bitch, there, something's happening. So I don't Maybe know about you could that. go to the space pharmacy and get space condoms. Wow. <laughs> that said, my, my real answer here is I'm going to fight Kirk. I know I'm going to lose. I know he he's probably going to fight me with a torn up very tight ni- nylon shirt on but i i even gotta, that, I, even that you have a 5% chance of catching asteroids yeah that's true i go if he bleeds on you i'm probably fucked uh but I, even if i could just get one punch in to that smug kirk <laughs> That would probably be worth it. If you could make that one eyebrow bleed down the side of his chiseled yes. features. <laughs> that might be worth it to me. I'm going with the uh, the uh, throwdown with Kirk. So what if it was Kirk today? William Shatner today? I would Who would you do- rather fight, him now or him while he's fit and, you know, beat the shit out of you? I'm going to say uh, I turn around and whatever Kirk you throw at me, I'm good to go. Like, I mean, he's he's I, th- that doesn't improve either of their standings. Old William Shatner with his leathery satchel face or, you know, that price line motherfucker or, or you know, or the old school over the top, more acting, trying to be in shape. William Shatner. I'm fighting the, either of these guys. With the leathery satchel, uh, satchel balls. I know. Ca- ca- call me crazy, but I think old fucking William Shatner deserves a fucking beating more than freaking young William Shatner, for crying out loud. And why the fuck are we talking about his balls? Because <laughs> I'm going to try to kick him. <laughs> anyway, so does anyone have an interest in the green woman? I, okay, I'll, okay, I'm going to start now, because that's my whole reason asking what are the ramifications of Space Clap, because, I mean, I'm <laughs> willing to deal with that shit, because, listen, for those who don't know, friggin', uh, the green woman in the Star Trek universe is played by Yvonne Craig, and Yvonne Craig is also known for her role as Batgirl on the Batman TV show, and let me tell you, she's a whole can of... Feminine business that I, as a one day, if I was single in another universe, would be more than willing to risk the chances of getting but, space clapped with, depending on how deadly those ramifications she, are. Well, she's a whole can of awesome, but she's also one third of a can of space clap. Yeah, but what is space clap? It's bad. It's not going to clear up with just some ointment on your fucking well, nuts if it here. Was, it's bad. If it was space hemorrhoids, that shit's with you not only for your life, but for your kids and their kids' life. But space so, clap is, is so, maybe just your penis falls off and you have to get it reattached. And, it, and oh. your penis goes back in time and then explodes. It's like space <laughs> STDs. So wait, is that surgery in the future or surgery in my current time? <laughs> yeah, in the, in the future, they can put any penis on they want. That's right. There's like a machine on the side of the street for like a dollar. You just put a coin in there. Stick your penis inside. Yeah. There you go. I just thought of something, though, because as Christian started going into his explanation as to the it's actress... Stupidity. Yes, the but the explain who the actress was in the new Star Trek movie that uh, J.J. Abrams did. The green chick was uh, Dioria Bird. Do you know who that is, Christian? That oh, Diora Baird. Di- yes. Diora Baird, a big boobed, very attractive yes, girl. Yes, she all is a very Twitter. healthy, attractive woman who's on the Twitter and is quite hilarious. 
Again, wow, that green woman too. Again, I would have to, okay. Again, I'd have to well, weigh the the positives and the negatives. DJ, how low of a chance of space clap would you need to sleep with the green woman? Um, ten percent, maybe, maybe ten percent. I mean, I you a lot in my the my old days. I would risk ten percent for a lot of shit. Uh, but <laughs> you had a hard time calculating it while you were ten percent. Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, these guys saw some of my girlfriends. Whoa. <laughs> True uh, confessions on this Atomic Geeks After Dark. Okay. I would hate to try and do the math on that thing. All the girls, all the 10 percents. What? <laughs> no, I would say 10% space clap is my max. So it's a 10% risk of little D. Joe flying off into outer space. <laughs> you have to chase him down. You have to chase your penis down for years. That's right, in a spacesuit, in a jetpack. Come back! So I've envisioned it as one of those tiny little, like, Martian saucers with the glass dome over top of it as it flies away. <laughs> Space, <laughs> the final frontier. DJ chasing his penis for the last year and a half. Wow, How about you, Downs? Any, uh, any space clap for you, buddy? No, I mean, I, th- I think it all comes down to, again, as, as we got to with Mike, you know, how, what, is, what percentile would you risk to be with a green chick, right? That's 95? All, yeah, hardly. No, thank you. Oh, no. All right, Mr. Nielsen. Oh, it's time for you. Okay, Christian, would you yes. rather have that download power from the Matrix? But there are agents in real life. You know what I mean by download power. Mm-hmm. Or be Superman, but stuck on Krypton with no way off. Krypton did not explode. Okay, so if I'm stuck on Krypton, does that mean I don't have superpowers? That's correct. But you know that if somehow you can get off Krypton. You'd be super awesome. So if I if I knew that, but there's no way I can do that. No, they haven't invented space pods yet. Right. So then, uh, if I'm if I've got the Matrix powers, I can download like all that friggin' information and weapons and all that shit. But I have to fight those agent guys. Yeah. Well, well no, hold on. You didn't say you're in the fucking Matrix. No, you said but you I had said the power, power of downloading. But there are agents in real life. Okay. Well, so you might well, as well say you're in the fucking Matrix. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Gee, shut up. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, although Krypton, interesting in its arch- architecture and <laughs> science and philosophy. There's good clubs, uh, too, I've heard. Good clubs, good clubs that's right. And, and, a, and a great Green mimosa at, at brunch on uh, during the Krypton uh, Sundays. Went out with the bang. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how I know. <laughs> uh, uh, Considering the fact that I've only seen the first Matrix uh, movie, I'm going to go oh. with the, forget, the downloading power, because who knows what the fuck happens after that. And I figure I can take care of some agents with some shit and some downloading and stuff. <laughs> That's the worst explanation ever. <laughs> That's it. I'm going with the Matrix. Obviously, that's one of the coolest things ever. Because then I'm a real superhero, anyway. though. Huh? Then I'm a real superhero, though, technically. I'm having to, I have to risk fighting evil using my own wits to download whatever bullshit well, I can do to fight. Yeah, that's the thing. If you're Kal-El on Krypton, you're really just a nobody. Your dad's that's a scientist, it. right? Yeah, uh, you, might, you might as well be Christian Nielsen and fucking... Yeah, no, I was going to say, am I Kal-El or am I essentially just me on Krypton? Cause no, if it's you're me actually on Kal-El. Oh. Still doesn't know. fucking matter, y'all. You have no powers. And think but about it, too. Handsome. Yeah, but think about it, too, though, right? Krypton blew up, and Kal-El was the last of his kind. If Kal-El was on Krypton and it didn't explode, he could have been a fucking knob there compared to the other ones. You know, they could have been some even superior men. 
<laughs> well, he was probably a spoiled rich kid, right? Yeah. Or a spoiled science kid. Well, cause, wants <laughs> yes, to... you have all the science you can spend. Well, that's the whole deal. Like, the whole friggin', like, both, oh, no, I guess Jor-El was a scientist and his mother wasn't. Yeah, and then I don't know if I want to wander around and fucking silver cloaks and, you know, every, you know, using all those fucking shards of crystal everywhere. I'd rather down, <laughs> download, I'd rather download powers and, as Christian said, be a superhero. Have powers when not, I need you're them. You're not Neo. No, like, but you, but you can, you have the ability to download jujitsu or, you know, self-defense or this and that and fight. Give me, give me a break. You could download the Karma Sutra and be the best fucking lover on the planet, man. But you might just have to stop having sex and fight a, an agent once in a while. <laughs> once in a while. But That's right. On. Unless you want to fight him with sex. <laughs> with, DJ's done that already when he's fighting Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> exactly. We've already had cocks left. But think about like crypto. Obviously, if you just were able to go to Krypton now, I guess if we went to Krypton, we'd be extra super wimpy. But anyways, you go to Krypton now, and it would be very cool, obviously, with, like, all the technology and everything like that. And who knows, Kal-El's dad is a obviously highly respected scientist. You could be awesome. Yeah, but, uh, it's, but it's, the download power is so cool. But the thing to me, Krypton doesn't look like a barrel of laughs. It looks like a very docile, cold environment. You know, serious city. I mean, it's all about rules and shit, right? Like, yeah, I don't know if I'd want to be a a lamb in that fucking uh, pack. Like, I, I yeah, think, and especially and it, if, you're, if there's no benefits to Soup's powers, you know, fuck, you got to take the Matrix thing. You're get killed by an agent, but still, yeah. like the, the you really enjoy life for the first you know 24 hours while you were there. But also, Superman, it would suck walking around knowing. If I could just get to a planet with a yellow sun, I'd be so fucking awesome. Yeah. You know, I know, I know, the other thing I want to say is, listen, you know, once, the only reason why the um, people got caught in the system is when they were changing things. If you downloaded all your information and then put yourself in the Matrix, the fucking Oracle lived in the Matrix for years and years, okay? You're not, you're not always going to be chased. Oh. Once you put yourself in the fucking love shack and you're yeah, forming but... cunnilingus all the time, no one's going to find you because you're surrounded by harems of fucking bitches. I mean, okay, but the point but... the point to it is 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 that you have that power in the matrix, but you are hunted by agents because they're there. That's the question. That's not so, the real uh, matrix, much... then, though. You're just so, you're changing. So the basically, rules. as much as the Oracle has your kitchen where she makes cookies, Downs has his love cave where he's freaking taking babies. <laughs> The freaking dude going all over the freaking making making digital babies all making over little the digital yeah. babies. How would that work? I wonder how babies work in the Matrix. Has anyone asked that question? I wonder. Little Duracells. No, but I mean, is it is it a real baby who's plugged in, or do they do they sync you up with the baby at the same time? I, I, that's a I, I, I've never thought that's about a, that. That's Where a mind blow. From the Matrix, that's a you just mind. blew my mind. <laughs> all right, let's move on to you, Mister Down, since we haven't had one for you for a while. Downs, would you rather be the ruler of the world but be completely impotent or a super genius who lacks all motivation? <laughs> you mean like now? Uh, <laughs> oh, didn't see that coming. Uh, um, wow, that's a hard that, one. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> I thought this one might be hard for you. World domination is a pretty attractive offer, right? So the question is, would you give up your cock to be leader of the world? I'm assuming impotent man just from the waist down, you could still do things with your hands and your 
know, your tongue yes. is like You're not a complete idiot, but right. your your wang doesn't work. Everyone kind of knows it. So you can please, but you can't be pleased. Is, is how? No, I think you should make it that he's totally just asexual. No, well, fuck that. I'm, I'm, I'm not a fucking paraplegic, quadriplegic. No, I'm not saying you're. I'm just basically. You, don't have, you have no penis and no desires. Is you're a Ken doll. No, he, he does not. He's basically does not. He's basically does not care about sex whatsoever. Well, then what? What is the motivation? Why do you want to be rule of the world then? So he can be angry at people. Funny. <laughs> you like doing that? But would he be angry if he wasn't able to get denied having sex? Then he'd be really good at doing uh, ruling the world, I guess. <laughs> if, yeah, if we didn't have sex as a distraction, he'd probably be really able to become the ruler of the world. Sex, drugs. If we didn't have sex to be uh, as a distraction. We'd all be ruling. The world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> men, men would be a lot further away than than they are now. That's right. I'd be sitting in a finished basement for Christ's sakes, not covered with goddamn friggin' anyone. <laughs> <laughs> so. Be ultimate ruler with no sexual interest and power or, or, or I'm just saying no ways. Like your wang doesn't work. Yeah, okay. I like or it. super genius, but you don't care. Super genius. Super genius. Like you're super, super smart, but you don't have any you got no motivation. Like you don't even want to get up off the couch. Whatever. Like you work at But he's doing a little inventing. You work though. at he's got you work be, at he's like seven eleven. Yeah, so I mean, ultimately, that's probably what I have the biggest problem with is I don't want to just be um, some guy who's trying to does nothing. That's just not my personality. Personality, obviously, being an entrepreneur type person. Um, so I think I would definitely go uh, world domination. Is you know that's obviously something I'm interested in. Um, and so would I give up the um, you know hopefully the devil isn't listening, but you know what would I give up my lower extremities to do so? Uh, between the two choices, yeah, I would. I'm fuck. You know, I would Not think I. Legs. I mean, well, just they, they, just yeah, legs. not even legs. Just the use of my dick. I mean, because you, if you, because the thinking of that is, you think of someone like um, who's the guy who owns Hustler Magazine, um, Larry Larry Flint. Is that his name? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. So, I mean, I, I'm sure that guy has seen some crazy ass shit and done some crazy ass sexual things that have nothing to do with his penis. So, in, in purely in a sexual way, I think you can still probably have a life. Most after. of it's with his wheelchair as well. Well, I mean, I mean, just seriously, my dad was in a wheelchair for ten years, so I mean, I, I that's something I've definitely I know what that's like, and for at least from an outsider perspective, um, and it fucks you up, and I mean, and it's a weird thing to go through. So, could I go through that to be um, a world dom- uh, world um, to have control of the world? I, I think the reward is probably worth the risk, especially when you're comparing it to being a fucking lazy do a, uh, do a nothing. I, I I couldn't be that person. That's just not who I am. So right. that's probably right. one of the biggest. Motivators are making that decision. Alrighty. Got all serious Fuck. for a minute. Fuck that. I'm sitting on my fucking couch, fucking retooling my friggin' remote to get channels from fucking outer space. You be motivated out enough to do With that. my hand in a big can, big friggin' bag of friggin' barbecue Fritos. Thank you. I think, with, I think you'll with get With a more. raging heart on. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Watching space porn. Exactly. <laughs> so, Andrew, we're saying when, we're, when we are so unmotivated that we don't do Anything, or we just don't aspire to greatness. You don't aspire to uh, you don't aspire to greatness, but you're also like it's really unmotivated. It's almost equivalent to your super genius. But you basically so invent you have enough or do enough stuff to keep yourself a modest, slightly less than modest living standard. Yes. Yeah, because like it's not that. like you're saying you're a super genius who's a billionaire. You know what I mean? No. You're saying a super genius who doesn't have enough fucking get up and go to at least make his ideas pay off. Yeah, That's you're so, yeah, like people get mad at you because you're so super smart. You're basically Matt Damon from the beginning of uh, Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, so you're like you're like in a basement apartment 
in a, in a, in a friggin' a bachelor basement apartment on a couch. Yeah. I have to agree with Krishna a little bit is that he, you would have motivation enough to benefit your, your means and surroundings that you'd probably grab yourself, you'd have free cable and you'd probably figure out a way to burn and download every fucking thing yeah, I, you ever needed. I but know. you just the wouldn't do anything. Was, was like one person was so super taken over the world and so motivated they took over the world. The other person's the opposite of that. The opposite would be, I'm not even going to bother showering today. Okay, see, then then you had me right there. I'm going to... No, I mean, I, I'm joking. But uh, the, I'm not joking. You had me right there. <laughs> the, uh, Fuck out. Give me that fucking basement and that couch, man. Fucking somebody else can take care of the world, for Christ's sakes. I'm not the dude for it. I love how Christian actually showered. said, showering, no showering, I'm in. <laughs> uh, I got to go with Downs here. I don't, you know, I... I don't want to be a complete sloth, you know, I, like that's the thing. If it's just I don't uh, aspire to being the, you know, the the cock of the walk, I, I could live with that. But if I'm some fucking, <laughs> you know, some complete schlep that, you know, sleeps on newspapers on my fucking couch and I never leave. And it sounds like I'm not even I'm so fucking useless that I'm not even, you know, potentially meeting ladies and have, have done anything, have made any sort of money. So if that's the case, I got to go with the at least I'm successful and I can uh, find pleasure in other things other than just sex. <laughs> like, well, according to Downs, finger blasting people. Finger blasting. I mean, the, have you tried drugs? They're quite good. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, DJ, I've got one last one for you. Okay. Uh, let's see how this one fits your fancy. Uh, DJ Vanny, would you rather die in a vat of your favorite beer or die whilst having sex with your wife? Holy shit. What a fucking question is that? Uh, Obviously, you have, I guess, you have the option of trying to drink your way out of the vat of beer, like in, uh. But the outcome is inevitable, world. right? Or, or could you fuck your way out of dying while having sex with your wife? Is that an option? <laughs> That's what I mean. But you, you know, okay. Try. You know, I'm not saying this to win, uh, brownie points. Oh, but, here we go. No, yeah, but let me with this. Let here me, comes big business, DJ no, Vanny. <laughs> That's what she said. Yes, thank you for saying that. No, uh, I would love to swim around in a giant (laughs) vat of Chimay as much as the next uh, beer snob, but drowning is probably one of my worst possible deaths. Like, that to me would be awful. Like, you know what I mean? Apparently, it's it's quite peaceful. Well, I. Well, maybe you don't have to drown. You just. Float there, and all yeah. you have is beer, yeah. and then you who, just don't eat, and you die. Who says it's initially pe- like initially peaceful? Like the people who haven't drowned. I mean, who's <laughs> yeah. telling us people who survive? I mean, no, I, once you get past the choking and the not breathing, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna say, I think it ends peaceful. It seems pretty violent in the beginning. Yes, I don't think it's. I mean, it doesn't matter if I'm in a fucking lake or logger, or you know, swimming around in a fu- in a giant thing of dead man's ale. Well, actually, that that actually kind of works. I would be <laughs> a dead man's ale. But, They'd probably uh, still sell it. But I, the, the, drowning is so, such a you know a, almost a fear of mine that I just I don't think I could do that. Dying having sex would be the ultimate climax. Well, well there you go. But I'm bummed. But think about the guilt your wife would have for thinking that she killed you. Uh, I'm pussy. not there. 
Huh? <laughs> uh, who cares? <laughs> She's like, finally, it worked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I gotta go. I gotta go with uh, death humping my wife. <laughs> well, do you think she would notice and just keep going? Yeah. Who- but who wouldn't though? Like who wouldn't? What kind of choice is that? Okay, you're gonna die in friggin' beer, or you're gonna die with a friggin' beautiful woman riding you for crying out? Well, it's the, I think the only downside to it is the fact that your wife is now a murderly erdler. I know. I think she'd be more proud of the fact she did her job right. Yeah, that's it's a, like she's not killing me. She's not like putting a pillow over my face. I hope. I think it's just that. You know, maybe you're having sex with your wife and someone stabs you in the back of the head. Well, that may change things then. I mean, uh, but then again, uh, like, if we're just saying sex or sex. beer yes, death, yeah. I got to take the sex. Yes, conventional sex death, not like plastic bags and twist ties. Uh, yes. Friday the 13th sex death. So basically, yeah, basically you you have a heart attack or whatever you want to yeah, say. Yeah, you're, you're carotene hunches, uh, t- uh, take it to the next level sex. Yes. <laughs> so when rigor mortis kicks in, does she just keep going or... No. She'll have at least another 10, 11 minutes of fun, I'm sure. It'll last a little <laughs> bit longer than normal. You're dead. You might as well, she's got at least another three hours. And then you think what at least at the very, if I'm dying in a giant vat of beer, when people, if you drown, I'm going to guess I'm going to shit and piss myself as well. So I'm going to ruin that vat of beer for other people. So what That's good is true. that? You're yeah, thinking about no others. No one wants to drink a glass of beer with some guy floating at the top and a fucking couple of turds knocking him in the ear. <laughs> I don't. I don't want that one. I'll take the Budweiser. Thanks. <laughs> they actually have a picture of DJ on the bottle floating in it with shit on his face. That's right. Turds floating around his face. This is and the beer is called the guy who could have died while having sex. That's right. Eyes rolled in the back of his head. Downs. Do we even have to ask you on this one? Hey, sex is the way to go. <laughs> yeah, with his hands or whatever. Sounded you sounded creepy and far away from the microphone there. I don't know what you're doing to yourself. Oh, sorry, I just needed a moment. No, Are you uh, trying to crawl into your beer bottle? Yeah, yeah. No, uh, you know, I, I, I again, I'm, yeah. I think it comes down to how do you want to die? Do you want to die drowning or do you want to die having sex? I think that's a pretty easy question. Again, the, you're both being of them easy w- on DJ. Both of them would be quite fun up until the moment of death, I imagine. Other than, well, I guess you you might hit some panic while you're in there. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Your, your your ideas of quite fun and pretty goddamn awesome are pretty different to me. Swimming around's all right. It ain't no fucking sex where I come from. I don't know how you swim, but you're yeah, that's no, here. That, you're drinking that was, here. I that was my question too. Like, if I came home in my swimming pool, I was like, "Hey, we took out all the water and filled it up with freaking Carlsberg Light. Enjoy." It's like, I don't think I would. No, I don't know if I'd swim. Well, not, not if I could have sex. I'm just saying the, the two scales are tipped just in one's direction pretty Downs, downs if you ever have a pool, don't invite me over to swim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he really, really likes it. It's strange. Um, all right. Well, that one fell flat on its face. Let's go to Christian. Hey! Christian, I've got a multiple would you rather for you. Oh, my goodness. These should be relatively quick to answer, so let's... See what happens. All right. Christian, would you rather have Spock ears for real or have to wear a cape all the time? Wow. <laughs> Either one of those are very appealing. Um, <laughs> I have both. Do I get to have any kind of logo I want on the cape? Sure. Is it the same cape or do I have a variety of capes? You just always have to wear a cape. Always. Okay. Oh, so it could be there could be different kinds of capes? I can't you want different kinds of questions. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
he always has to get the details out of this game. This is the funniest part. You're always like, now, would I get hurt from the cape? <laughs> no, I'm just asking. If I, if I can change up my capes every day, I'm going with the capes. And if you couldn't, you wouldn't? Possibly not. So you're the lazy guy who lives in the basement who doesn't even want to shower, but you must yes. have a plethora of capes. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> capes is that's quite the accessory. Different logos, you know, nighttime capes, evening capes, brunch capes. All right, smart like ass. That. Capes with the high so, necks. Like the, that's uh, right. So if it was one cake, you wouldn't do it? Probably not. No, <laughs> like, if it's multiple amounts of capes, I would, I would do it that way. You'd be known as Cape Guy. So there multiple capes are better than deformed ears is what... But, oh, um, that's, you know, that's a bit racist if you ask me. I think they're quite uh, sophisticated and <laughs> You'd look like an attractive. Elf. I mean, I tell you, I tell you, I go to TrekCon friggin' 2012, I'd be the hit of the place. That's true. Real Spock ears guy. Touch my ears, they're real. All and right. They're not that overly horrible. Okay. I mean, they're only that pronounced because of the haircut, and I can always adjust my haircut. That's true. So, so you pick the cape over the Spock ears. If I get a variety of capes, I would pick the capes All every right. single day. Going to bed, pajamas, cape. Wake <laughs> up, cape. Get the newspaper, cape. So uh, the next one is: Would you I rather have a cape? On the podcast. Yeah, a cape <laughs> all the time, or have an eye patch. Oh, have a cape all the time or an eye patch? Yeah. If I had an eye patch, my cool level would be increased about three hundred percent. But I would not be able to marvel at the, the, the magnificence of 3D movies. So, now, would my eye patch have a symbol on it? Christian. What? I'm asking. You can have multiple eye patches with multiple nah. design. No, I like having two eyes. I would go with the cape because if I had an eye patch, I'd be constantly worried about damaging the other eye. Well, then why would you need to know I mean, if you had a logo on it? <laughs> I was just curious to know. Is there a hole in Because I'm sketching my uniform out over here. Yeah, yeah because you, you already knew you weren't going to have it. Like, why did you need <laughs> yeah. to know about the logo? I don't know. I like grinding Andrew's gears. <laughs> oh, there's the answer. That's the real. Now the no, but I, no, but but if I could have like a, if I was going to have to wear an eye patch, I would like like a skull and crossbones on it. That'd be cool. Right. So now, but no, I'll go with the capes again. The ultimate follow-up: Would you rather to bring all those questions together? Is would you rather accidentally slip into speaking Klingon uncontrollably, or pirate, old English pirate? Oh, for the rest of my life, I'd rather speak Klingon. You accidentally slip into Klingon while you are talking, or when whenever you you just have no control over it. Oh fuck! I would totally. So I would totally go with pirate. At least I would make some sense and still come off in some circles as totally cool. There'd be no circles. Yes, it would be my pirate club. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> People like pirates I somewhere. Like pirates. I thought at least I thought at least Christian would be trying to speak Klingon or DJ. <laughs> I would go pirate, man. Probably pirates pirate. are so if hot. Were, if you were sitting there and you're talking to mateys, then then you yeah, just but... snip back into normal. But then what? You, the you, the alternative is Klingon. Like what? I mean, yes. Like, you don't want to be at a dinner party. I was like, well, you know, I read in the newspaper today, kerplach, knock, 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 kerplach. You know what I mean? It doesn't make sense. But you know, but if, if you go, I saw in the paper today, and our that new mayor of Toronto, what a goddamn bastard. That would make I would I make him make him walk the plank. That would be a lot more comprehensible. And so- Someone's listening to the podcast right now saying he did not say what he thought he said in Klingon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right. CT, correct me. Tell me what I said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll go into the last one for you, Mr. Downs. Sure. Uh, 
would you rather be Reed Richards or Johnny Storm, knowing that Johnny Storm dies? Um, hmm. Okay, it's pretty hard not to be Reed Richards, I think. Um, I don't see any reason not to be Reed Richards, as a matter of fact. The only downside, uh, you know, with, um, Flame On Dude is that he dies, obviously. And his powers really aren't that great. He, you know, he flames on and flies around. I mean, he looks pretty cool, but, you know, Reed Richards is smart. He's, you know, he can stretch all over the fucking place. I think that's much better person to be. You asked me two questions about being other people, but, um, yeah, I think I'd probably have to be Reed Richards. I thought you'd, I thought you'd go for the Johnny Storm just because of the, you know, the attitude and the power and stuff like that because he's awesome. I, uh, well, what, is it just me or is everyone forgetting that freaking the invisible woman is kind of a nice piece of business? I was thinking the exact same thing. But doesn't thing. Johnny Storm yeah. get to have his, all the pieces of business he wants? You assume that though, but he could be quite lonely, lost in the shell of his own bombastic personality. They might, might think he has space clap because of his burning penis. <laughs> you know what? He's probably gay and it's all just a front just to make himself feel better for the Fantastic Four publicity machine. He's probably yeah. not even into women. Well, he, he is rather all sh- flaming. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. He could be all show and no go. I I have to go with uh, Downs here with Reed Richards. I mean, Johnny Storm's a, a cool, brash little punk, but yeah, to me, even if he didn't die, even if Johnny Storm was still alive, let's say six from six months from now, I would still probably pick Reed Richards out of this choice because Reed is the leader. Reed is super smart. Uh, Reed is the brand of the Fantastic Four. He's got a, his power. I don't think anyone's powers are that good in the Fantastic Four now that I think about it. But he is <laughs> married to uh, Sue Storm, and Johnny's just, you know, banging a lot of tarts. Oh, how your answer would have differed ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, and Johnny Storm's always kind of pissed off and wanting, he's always kind of the rambunctious teen who wants the Sounds attention. Sounds just like you. Mean? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, so who, who would I rather be? I'd rather be the wise old, you know, uh, brain guy, you know what I mean, who's pretty happy with who he is. He's got a fucking hot piece of ass he's happy with and, you know, likes who he is in his life. I, I think Reed Richards is probably, in fact, if you look at superheroes, he's probably one of the most well-adjusted superheroes there are. He's yeah. pretty happy with who he is. And I, I think that's right. probably a pretty important uh, character trait. He, and let's yeah. be honest, like the, the Richards family, the Fantastic Four, they live in a pretty pimped out place in Manhattan. Yeah. They are wealthy. They are That's like, true. he has been very, very successful. Yes, he has a lot of haters uh, on him, but like, he, <laughs> he's been pretty successful. Sue Storm is a good, it's not like he's married to Agatha Harkness here. Like he's married to, <laughs> thank you for someone on this podcast knowing who that was. Oh, the nanny for the Franklin children for growing yes. up. Uh, but uh, Sue Storm's a good looking woman and you know, outside of a little gray hair, I think Reed's got it going on. I mean, needless to say, fucking Johnny Storm is a bit of a fucking cock. I mean, he's the guy who freaking basically cheated on Ben Grimm with his freaking girlfriend, only to find out later on that she was a scroll. But still, fucking, he went to the blind girl and fucking didn't think about his freaking buddy. Goddamn yeah. scroll bitches. Always fucking scroll bitches. So, so, uh, actually, I would say, uh, you know, Reed Richards is a guy who's, Life only got better by getting superpowers. You know what I mean? Everything actually, his life came together when he got superpowers. As a matter of fact, you know what I mean? Right. He's, he's best now than he ever was once so, the accident happened. So what about this, Downs? What if you just could have the powers? So you would either have the flame on power, 
or Stretchy Man? Which would you choose then? Okay, well, I take Flame On Powers. I mean, shit, that's pretty cool, flying around all flamey and making fireballs. Better than stretching, <laughs> probably. Yeah, when uh, you take I, I like, yeah. I'm surprised you didn't say you can stretch any part of you, though. Yeah, yeah but, it's, but it's probably thin and flat penis. What good does that do? Yeah. I think when you take Reed's intellect out of it, his super genius. Yeah, that has to come out because that's that has, not If that comes yet. out of it, the stretchy shit is not that good. Yeah, you got to take out Reed's knowledge of the female organ. There's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <has> no idea. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I would agree. I would. I, you'd have to take the torches just power head sure. to head. Yeah, his power head to head is better. Reed Richards, the fact he was a genius going into it, definitely gives him the edge uh, when you look at the two of them. Yeah. So. Well, right. and, 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 and that's why Reed Richards didn't get the flame on power, and you know, uh, Johnny Storm didn't get rubber man powers because you know what I mean. They, they, it doesn't work that way. They have each powers complement their characters. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah, but if you're sitting on the couch watching on the FF big screen and you forgot to bring in the bag of potato chips, who's your go-to guy? I'll tell you who it is, Mister Fucking Fantastic. That's <laughs> true. That's true. It's chips. all about I'll get it. the couch. Yeah, but okay. Wow. And, and what, if, what if you happen to have one of those fucking popcorn uh, things that are like you do over the fire, and you want to fucking pop that shit, and your stove ain't working? Then who's the fucking man? Johnny Fuck. Storm. I, I ain't going camping with fucking Johnny Storm. He's a city boy. He doesn't <laughs> know what the fuck he's doing. I don't mean camp. I mean just you're in the house. You know, someone bought the, one of those things. Maybe he has some microwave popcorn. I don't know. It's I'm it, sure Reed it's Richards cold. And- the power's out. You need to be warm. I'm sure Reed Richards invented some kind of popcorn machine. You don't have to worry about Johnny Storm's bullshit. Yeah, well, I don't know. I'm freezing. I need, I need, to, I need to warm up. Johnny oh, Storm's All right. All right, I think that's going to do it for our Would You Rather tonight. Uh, before we close out, let's get to our Atomic Picks. Atomic Picks. Let's start with Mr. DiGiovanni. Um, well, one Atomic Pick for me tonight. You know, if you're a fan of the Atomic Geeks, I'm going to guess that you like drinking, all right? So, and if that's the case, there are two TV shows on right now that are definitely for you, and they both star Zane Lamprey. Uh, if one of the shows that this guy does is called Drinking Made Easy, and this is where he travels with a couple of his buddies across the U.S., Find it and visiting all these different little places and uh, partaking in the drinking culture of each of these cities. He's gone to San Francisco, L.A., Vegas, you name it. And then he also has a show called Three Sheets where he does that same shtick. This is where he goes internationally where he'll go to Hong Kong, England, Spain, you name it. So, yes, this man has the greatest job in the world after the Atomic Geeks. So uh, really fun stuff. Uh, if you like guys going around, pounding beers and showing you drinking games and, and you know, finding the best places to go and have fun with your buddies, you got to watch one of Zane Lamprey's programs. Like I mentioned, uh, Drinking Made Easy is on HDNet. And Three Sheets has just started on Spike TV. So definitely check these shows out. Christian. Uh, my atomic pick this week, or should I say more along the lines of atomic kudos, uh, I've been playing close attention to the major publishers and the releases of digital comics to my digital iPad. And I just have a few comments about their efforts thus far. 
Uh, Marvel, uh, so far, has made a, a, a pretty good effort with their 99-cent Mondays. Uh, last week, they had a series of Miss Marvel issues, all for 99 cents. Very attractive price, which made me want to download a couple. Uh, this week, they have a, a bunch of, of the Avengers on sale for 99 cents. Uh, uh, some of the art by Frank Cho. Whew, good art. Da-da-da-da-da. Um, also, DC, uh, the DC app, or you can find it through Comixology as well, is offering the entire new Krypton saga, all issues. They've actually put it in order for you, 99 cents per issue. Um, of course, if you want to buy the entire run of the Krypton saga, it's going to cost you about $86. So, I mean, I, I, for as far as DC goes, I'm going to say nice effort. But I think you should go to that next step where uh, the Image Comics has, where they've actually put together digital trades uh, for their Invincible series, particularly the beginning issues. And I think that's the next step for the uh, DC and Marvel publishers to go. I like the fact that uh, for different series, uh, the first issue, like Power Girl or uh, uh, other issues from Marvel, they'll start it off at 99 cents. I think they should all be 99 cents if the series is finite. Uh, but more importantly, I think they should compile storylines and give it at a more economical price for iPad readers like me to digest. But that's just my opinion. Mike Downs. Okay, time to check in with Mike Downs and his TV schedule. Uh, first up, you know, uh, getting caught up on Californication. I think we're on season four, possibly. Um, spoiler alert, if in case you don't watch the show or you do watch, you don't want to know anything. Uh, you know, last season ended off pretty big deal. Uh, you know, Hank, uh, all Hank's secrets came out. And this season, it's a tough time for Hank Moody. And, uh, but, uh, always the show is great. Uh, loving the show and great to see it back. Uh, next up is Big Love. Took me a little while to get into this l- most recent season, season five. Again, spoiler alert. Last season ended with Bill Henriksen finally getting nominated to Congress. Uh, and finally coming out with uh, being a polygamist, only to be getting now for this season five, basically getting fucked over any way he can. If you thought things were bad for Hank Moody, things are way worse for Bill Henriksen. Everything is going wrong. It's pretty different in dark seasons, actually, for both of these TV shows. And uh, it's pretty interesting that both these shows have definitely taken darker turns and their characters are not in very good places right now. But makes for good TV. Uh, I'm loving Californication and still loving Big Love. So uh, check those out. Yeah. All right. For me, uh, an atomic pick this week, as I said, I went to the theater on the weekend and I saw The Adjustment Bureau with Matt Damon. Uh, this movie, it's, it's really hard for me to give an astounding get out there and see it. The one thing I will say, it's very different from the way they promote it, uh, with the trailers. It's actually, it's quite entertaining, but I will say this. The ending is lackluster and lazy. Um, you're, you're entertained throughout the whole movie and you, I, I dug the concepts and the acting and there was just a few things at the end that I would say, ugh, fuck. It's too bad they didn't have a great ending on that one. Um, not enough action, ended too quick, and a little bit lazy. But not a horrible film. Just disappointed because of how much I enjoyed the first part of it. So, anyways, that's going to do it for episode 105 for the Atomic Geeks. Um, next week, 106, I believe it's you, Christian. Is that right? It sure is, uh, Mr. Bloom. And next week... 
the Atomic Geeks will be talking about chick flicks. Never heard of them. Okay, um, going on, there's a couple things I want to say before we sign off. Uh, the Atomic Geeks are going to C2E2 in Chicago March 18th through the 20th. Uh, I'm terribly excited for this, really looking forward to it. If you're going to be there, look for the jerks with the black shirts. Uh, that's us, and we'll probably be doing a couple of drinking things while we're there. Um, we got oh, a new there's, I- there's there's drinking at this comic convention. I probably shouldn't be going then. Probably not in in it, but I probably will try to sneak a beer in in my pants or something. iTunes review uh, alert. We got a new one from UK. Uh, love it when they're from overseas. I don't know why it's so much cooler. Sorry. Uh, it's at Joe on film. So at Joe underscore on underscore film. I believe is his tw- Twitter handle. That's uh, pretty awesome to get those reviews. As always, you can reach us, as I said, on Twitter, on uh, a Facebook group, Become a Fan, and at theatomicgeeks.com. Come on, be part of the forum. It's the coolest thing since Dejo's friend, Ted. He's really cool. Now that we are uh, done PUIing, this is AB signing off for T-A-G-T-T-Y-L-U-S-O-B's. You've just listened to another episode of The Atomic Geeks. Visit us at theatomicgeeks.com. Production by Andrew Bloom. Title track by Don't Look Down. Okay, yeah, that's true. space anything is worse. <laughs> so details though, are, is it eventually? Does it eventually go away? No, does it come your sporadically penis, back and your forth? penis oh, explodes. Just lost, just lost downs. Oh. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut into that very, very funny little thing. Oh, but we were it's talking about good. Space Clap. Oh. Uh, Hello? Oh, he's, he's back. What the fuck was going on there? That's the weirdest thing. just kind of dropped ever. off. I was like, we were talking about Space Clap. What? You should leave this part in. <laughs> Fine. You edited that. Um, okay, so who is who goes? DJ, you're going about, you're talking about you anything with out. Space Clap. You said clap. anything with, just start with anything with Space. <laughs>